0: All right, sounds good to me. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Barra podcast. I'm here with Howie. Howie, say hello to everybody.
1: Hi, guys. How are
0: you doing? <laughs> You're so energetic, man.
1: <laughs> All right. What's <laughs> going on,
0: guys? There we go. So Howie, Howie's from AEG, ex-captain of Michigan Barra team. And we're here to talk to you guys today about how to make an excellent audition video. And I should really preface this by saying, you know, excellent. And I'm just using the word excellent because we've made audition tapes that have got us into competitions. And I know that, you know, teams are asking for, hey, how do we make an audition video and and, and what to do and stuff like that. And that's as part of the podcast, that's one of the biggest Concerns and and feedback that we've gotten is like, how do, this is what we want to hear about. So we brought Howie in, so we will get to it and we're going to talk about it. And, but first I want to cut to a podcast that we released very early on uh, with the co-founder and organizer of Nutch Thee Cleveland. His name is Akash Menon, and we got into a little bit of what an organizer looks for from an audition tape. So we're going to roll that clip right now. What kind of things did you look for when you guys are selecting the lineup? When it comes to, you know, the what, what teams
2: did with their audition tape, what you'd like, what you didn't like. First things first, please use a like nice 1080p min camera. Um, I can't tell you how many times we open up a video, you know, and see like a fuzzy picture where you can't really see anything or it's just bad quality. That obviously already turns us off because, you know, you haven't taken the time to show us that you care enough to record a nice video for a competition that you were like spending money to apply to. You know, so keep that in mind first. But um, as far as what we look for, we look for I mean, what we do is we we base our rubric off of last year's competition rubric. Um, So while I'm the only one on our board that is involved in the current bunger circuit, and, you know, I'm the only one with more bunger experience, I guess. we still know enough about the dance form to, you know, have an idea of what's going on. And we, we look for cleanliness, synchronization and execution. Um, you know, it's pretty obvious which teams sit there and clean before an audition video and which teams just record an audition video. Um, we really look for people that spend the time and actually put effort into it. I can't tell you how many videos we've gotten of, you know, teams recording like a random practice in a, in a gym or something. And, you know, we're just sitting here like, did they, did they really send this to us? Is this is this what they want us to judge compared against other teams? Who clearly it's been you know they've spent hours of practice on or hours of work to put in uh, that they put into it. Definitely take that all to heart, guys. He does exactly what he says
0: he does. Whenever I have talked to him in the past, he really doesn't pay attention to the banger circuit. A lot of organizers don't. Uh, Some do, obviously, but to you know the basics are the basics. Make a good tape, and Howie and I will get into it. Howie, one thing that I know from personal experience is whenever i was a dancer not a captain one of the hardest things about making an audition tape was the process of you know we're prepping we're prepping the pressure's starting to build a little bit and then boom we're recording the camera's on and just everybody starts making like not the same person over and over again but like just mistakes on mistakes on mistakes and we were sitting there for you know three hours trying not three hours but a long time trying to record a tape what methods or strategies did you implement with michigan with aeg when you guys are making a tape to make sure that dancers you know don't don't fall into that that trap of oh my god the record button is on the red lights on we're taping and then mistakes start happening for
1: me personally when i did it with mbt back in 2014 2015 the come up you can say is that we would just record every practice and it's almost like Oh, we don't know which one we're gonna use, right? But you see, when you record every practice, you could play, always play it off to your teammates as, okay, so this is a tape that we're gonna have, we're just gonna use it as our own reference. But you know, at the whenever we do record, we should be going all out. We're trying to hit all our angles, make no mistakes. And when you when you when you present it to your dancers in that manner, then it becomes, oh, I, I just gotta, I gotta dance. You know, I just wanna, I guess the captains just really wanna see this tape that comes together and see how we're doing, what our current progress is. So just I really sell that idea to, to certain people. And then from there, usually you're taking a practice tape, right? And it's funny because some of the tapes that I have used in the past did come from when I told my dancers that, oh, we're not, like, oh, I'm not recording this for a, a specific comp or something of that nature, but we're just using this for our own practice reference. But we always need to go all out for every, every tape that we put out together. Rather than sometimes having to be more direct, because you know certain people, when they when they first get join a team and they get put on the spot for oh we need to record this audition tape to be flawless, I could you could really understand the pressure of why they would start mess up by certain segments because they're not used to that pressure just yet. So I would highly suggest for any team, especially when applying to comms, that you should record every single practice to end the, the run through at the end of whichever segments it may be because, you know, according to comp to comp, some of them say three minutes straight and others allow you to edit the tape, which can work to your advantage at the
0: end of the day. 100%, 100%. I think the biggest thing that has worked for us is, especially when we had the ability to cut the tape, is to be able to just do three run-throughs of the same segment, you know, and have three, three tapes of that segment to choose from if that makes sense. So it took a bit of the pressure off to, you know, perfectly execute and stuff like that. And guys, we will link some example audition tapes from our teams that we uh, did with them so you guys can see what our tapes did look like. I remember back in the day when I danced for Steel City Barra, we applied to Barra Blowout and we, that, that was a time, I don't again, I don't know what the blowout process is, how maybe you can educate me, but back then in 2012, we had to, like, this was a requirement by blowout, is that we had to take a continuous tape, and at the end of the tape, you couldn't cut the camera. We had to walk up to the camera and say our name and our year. That sounds tough. Dude, it was so like It's like, you know, we, we did like a three and a half, four minute tape just straight, right? And then at the end of it, we you know we paused, we like held our pose, and then we made, formed a single file line, then walked up to the camera. And I was like, Sid, Sid Bundit, like senior, and I'd walk away, and then someone behind me would be like saying, or, say their name, sophomore, whatever right? all twelve of them. Uh, well, my name is Greek. Exactly. Just out of breath. <laughs> but uh, in a situation like that, it was very difficult to remove pressure but it's just one of those situations where the, the, the biggest thing that worked for us is that it was at also at a point in time where we had done so many run-throughs. I think it's because we practiced so much of those segments that like there was also a little bit less pressure because it's not like we just learned it and then have to tape it. You know what I mean? Like was, <laughs> we, we'd done the routine. We practiced it for a while. and I think that would be the biggest thing from me is you really got to practice your tapes, or whatever you're going to put on camera, you got to practice it a lot. And, you know, I like the idea that, that how that you, that you suggested of just recording every single practice and you'll get a good tape. Right. But in the situation, like, let me ask you this, I'm going to put, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Let's say deadline is in three days and you really don't have a good video yet. What do you tell your team?
1: At this whole entire practice that's coming up, we're not going to leave this room until we get a tape done. And that's uh, always the mentality we had, right? It was, you know, first semester, whatever it may be for, you know, whether it was AEG for me or whether it was MBT for me, we would dedicate one whole practice at three to four hour session. And it goes, you know, the segments well enough. You know, formations well enough. We're going to start with our first run through. We're not going to clean it because you clean it so well at this point that we're just going to keep going until we get a perfect tape. What we mean by perfect tape, meaning that as soon as one person screws up the tape, you yell, stop. Fact. Whoever does. You have to be honest with yourself. Don't be like, Oh, you know, maybe I got away with it. You know, I, I didn't really look like I was squatting. No, you screw it up for everybody. Cause you know, this dance takes a lot of effort and exhaustion, but you have to, you know, set that tone that everybody is responsible for themselves by the time that of it and that you will not leave this room until we get that perfect take. whether it could take us 15 minutes or it could take you the next three and a half hours, depending on how well the team comes together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember we, one of the first tips I ever did, it literally took us all day. Like we started dancing at 12 o'clock yeah. and we weren't done until eight. And, and, and part, of, part of it was because we we learned like the second half of it that, that same day. Uh, huh. but you know, it did, it did take a while, but that was the thing we, we weren't leaving until it was done. And I think that the best tapes we ever made were ones where we had at least, you know, we learned everything in one practice, had at least one or two practices before we actually got to the day of taping, you know?
1: Exactly.
0: And at that point, that's, that's when the team is in the zone or they, they have this mother muscle memories there and now it's just show up and tape you know, and I think it does do a lot for a team. I think that it does build, strengthen your dancers a little more. Uh, I don't know what the word exactly I'm looking for. I want to say experience, right? Cause it adds a bit of a pressure situation, you know, and that's not a comp obviously, but you know, it does build that little bit of a situation for dancers to learn from, you know, what's, what's one of the funniest things that ever happened with you in an audition tape? I mean, like you, you get like the basic stuff, like you know, like
1: oh wow, somebody farted. I got to be serious though, because you know,
0: <laughs> like the person next
1: to me is just in a you know, rippling, like oh man, like I have a really funny story about back, that, right? <laughs> right? Um, I don't, I don't know if you call this funny, but like I've had tapes where like we went through the whole thing, and somebody like would try to be slick, and they're like, everyone, like oh yeah, nobody fucked up, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah no one fucked up. I'm, like all right, we're gonna go, and you go home, and then you watch everybody. Like, Somebody definitely fucked up the tape. <laughs> like, like, at first like you laugh, you're like, oh, this is great. But then at the same time, like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah,
0: you we got to do, do this all again, man. What the hell? <laughs> you
1: know, watch the tapes before you go home, you
0: know? Yeah. There's yeah. A one, it was for Motor City Tape, we, in, in the first segment, we were going around in a circle. And one of the guys... And this is like the B12, right? It was just in the beginning, thank God. (laughs) But this one, someone farted. And this kid, you know, he started lifting. Like he's really into it. He's drinking. He's eating a lot more protein, protein powder, all this stuff, right? So you know those guys that can drop (laughs) bombs all of a sudden, right? (laughs) And all of a sudden, you know, he farts. And then all of us, because we're going in a circle, had to go through the spot that he farted in. And everybody's smile just got real, like everybody knew, right? So everybody's smile got bigger and bigger and bigger. But then I think it was Umar was like, dude, I can't, I can't do it. And he just like stopped dancing. He like ran away. <laughs> he couldn't take the smell anymore. <laughs> oh, it was good. And all like the, the person recording had no idea what happened. They just had no idea what happened. They're like, what's going on? Why didn't leave? They were just dying for about five minutes. We'd wait for the smell to dissipate. Oh my God. Yeah. That's- good times. And now a quick message from one of our sponsors. O Threads is a leading provider of customized apparel. Having served over 100 dance competitions and teams since its inception, O Threads ensures an easy ordering process and seamless delivery of everything ranging from t-shirts to snapbacks. Mention the Bhangra podcast while ordering and O Threads will provide a discounted rate. Visit 00 Threads. That's the word double, the letter O, threads.com for more information. And now back to the Bhangra podcast. Another tip that I had was we always made an attempt to make sure, like when we were a co-ed, whenever I danced for Steel City, we would get into our triple drody stuff, right? And we would make sure that the four people that were your own drody were the same thing, Right? So like I would wear, me and my Jody were black sh- black shirt, white shorts, and, and our our uh, same color would be wearing like a white shirt, black shorts or something, or all four of us would wear the same thing. Something so that it was easily identifiable, like who the Jody's were. And so like formations like came out more with that. When you're all wearing random clothes, sometimes like the formations don't pop out as much. In more recent times, we just put on vests, you know, and just dance with our vests on. Time. You know what also
1: really helps with audition videos? If you literally just bring in, like, random groups of people, This is like, come and watch you. Like, bring in the fusion team that um, practices here and there. And if you bring them in, it's like an open viewing thing, right, mm-hmm. that you guys do. Yeah, I do. That. And I guarantee you, all your dancers dance that much harder, right? Mm-hmm. And that they want to show their friends, yeah, like, okay. oh, look at me, I dance really hard, and then... It's a bomb-ass video, right? Mm-hmm. Also, that's what I would do. Like, that's what I did. And it definitely works, especially, like, in collegiate. Yeah, have, your, sure. have, your, have your buddies come that one night when you do record and then everyone's going, you know, that much harder and your video comes out that much better. People aren't making mistakes. Because mm-hmm. it actually does, you know, inflate certain people's egos. It also inflates, you know, the whole team morale that somebody's watching me, I can't fuck up,
0: you know? Yep, 100%. Another thing, like for for us, we practice in like this big hall, right? And it's just the public area, people walking through all the time. Um, we always, and for everybody else out there that doesn't practice in a, in a dance studio, or you need to go somewhere else to make a tape. We always have some friends come through and like stand at the sides, not not in camera view, but just in case that are people are walking through the camera. You want to make you want to make the tape look as professional as possible, right? So we have people standing on the sides or wherever there could be the possibility of someone walking through. And we have that person say to whoever it is trying to walk through, like, Hey, you know, just please wait a couple minutes. These guys are recording for a con- like an audition video for a competition. You know, so just please hold up for like a couple minutes. And never had any issues with it, but like in the, in the early going, you know, some of our videos had some like random people just walk through. Some of them would stop and watch. They're just standing in the back of the tape. <laughs> some random <laughs> black guy just watching the team, <laughs> and it would you know people would start laughing. People would get messed up by it, and just it just it definitely helped to reduce the distraction and stuff. But there's definitely some like videos that we have of just like some random people walking through, stopping, just in plain view of the camera, just like watching like in amazement of like what's going on.
1: <laughs> I agree. I think the biggest struggle is just getting that perfect tape because you make that one perfect tape, you are good to go almost for the rest of the year because, you know, you have that one tape. A tape is only good for one year. Yep. Moving forward. And then the next year, you got to record it again because you get you know, dancer turnover, especially in collegiate circuit, even all guys circuit too, right? right? Like there's dancer turnover, you know, you lose somebody because they don't want to dance anymore, whatever it may be, right? So your audition tape is only good for one year. So, but you get that perfect tape for that one year, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. That tape that's gonna go to surgeons, it's gonna go to Blah, it's gonna go to Berg, it's gonna go to BBC. And and the funny thing is, that, you know, I highly suggest the teams is apply everywhere, like everywhere, sur- like, supp- surprise, especially like the upcoming teams. You take this tape, and you send it everywhere. Like, yeah, maybe some of the comps you expected that to get into, you don't get into. And then also the concept, like you're just like on a whim, right? Like just throw it in, like, oh, maybe this will get me in somewhere. And it actually works out. Because there were there were times where I sent in an audition video. I'll give an example with MBT. Like we sent an audition video to BBC back in 2015 just on a whim, right? But it was a it was it was, you know, it was a very solid tape. And you know, we were still like an upcoming collegiate team, like that, like people were like, Oh, like you know, they're decent, they're not bad. And we sent one in also to some uh, a really small comp. I forgot which one, but it was, a, it was a very tiny comp, right? And we got waitlisted there, but somehow we got into BBC. <laughs> and nice. It was crazy. We got into BBC. Like We didn't expect to get into BBC. Like, oh, maybe we'll get into BBC, but mm-hmm. we got into
0: BBC. Like, there was a point in time, man, where we got into zero comps, right? Like, oh, yeah. When we were trying to break into the circuit, we applied everywhere. Everywhere would deny us. That was a a struggle, but the reality of it was is that we needed to apply everywhere to see where we'd get in, you know, and then we'd get, we would always get at least one or two comps a year. And then Mm -hmm. that would be, you know, that was our launching pad, like being able to build, you know, whatever comp we got into, we would just make sure we went, you know, especially as a co-ed team on Steel City, we would, we legit only got into one comp every single year, my first three years. And you know uh, my freshman year was like some indian some competition at the university of indiana or indiana university i don't even know what it i don't know if it's iu or ui but then the second year we got into some random fusion ross bunger comp in los angeles and then we got into warrior my my junior year those are these are the only com- i danced at three comps with steel, with steel city for three three years right but those three comps is what like built our team into the you know my senior year we got into akd we got into a competent uh, in Seattle called run up and job going to blow out like but because we applied everywhere and wherever we got in we went it, it helped build our team right but it, it all it all started and ended with the audition video though
1: so. send Sit that if that, that, that audition but you believe in that audition video like Sid said man you got to send that thing in you don't
0: uh-huh. know don't know yeah. yep you never know what might happen any closing thoughts Howie? don't send a shitty audition video
1: fact Like I'm being like people think about it from a perspective. If you watch this, would you accept yourself? Is the biggest question that people fail to um, like understand. That's the first thing. Second thing is if you're a really not well-known team and those people, I'm pretty sure you know who you are, right? Like your video has to be that flawless. It has to be that good for you to get into a comp. Doesn't matter if it's a tier one or a tier three comp. If you're not like a super super well known team, your video has to be that flawless. Because I came from that at one point with M B T when we were just like completely dead in the circuit and nobody knew who the hell we were. And but we made a bomb bomb audition video. And we had to because there's no choice. That's the only way we'll get into a comp. That's your only ticket in.
0: Hundred percent. I think that's that's super huge. I think that a lot of people do also take a notion like, oh, like this is good enough. They'll see that we have potential and they'll send it in, you know, and there's mis- mistakes and random things. And it's just like, that's your, as you said, like, would you accept yourself? And it's like, you have to, you have to take yourself out of out of your own shoes and try to think of it from the competition organizer's perspective. It's like. They're seeing tapes that are excellent of stage-ready teams. If you don't look stage-ready, you, exactly. know, you know, you you got to be on point. That's I think my closing remarks would be that. Like, you have to make sure that your team looks stage-ready, clean, on point. No one's hesitating. You know, when it comes to the choreo, the choreo hopefully is good. <laughs> but sure. we are, we are, we're making assumptions on that, that your choreo is your choreo. It's good. Formations are on point. Everything just – Make sure it's really, really good. And as Akash said, don't use a shitty camera. Don't hide. Like if you, if you, because if you use a 1080 camera or you know a really good camera, and then you show that you're flawless, it's a, it's a bonus, right? Sending something in 360p, trying to hide mistakes and stuff. Just the competition organizers is just gonna be like, what am I looking at? When everybody else is sending in HD videos. So let us know, everybody. Uh, please, I know that I know I'm definitely more than willing to help. With anything, if you want to send a personal message, Howie, are you down to help people?
1: Definitely shoot me over your stuff. I'll just give you a very, very honest answer. <laughs> Not the personal, it, you know, it's it's only for you know your benefit.
0: Hundred percent. And it's one of the things that we promote through the podcast is you know people that come on here are more than willing to help. Just reach out, say hello. Again, Howie is very blunt, but he's a very, very nice guy. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> he's super awesome. Very fun to hang out with. So thank you for listening to another episode of The Barra Podcast. Howie, thank you very much for being on the podcast with us today. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to listen to more of us, you can check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please subscribe to us there. If you'd really really like to help us out, please drop a comment, a rating on iTunes to help boost us a little bit. Howie's here shaking his head saying, no, don't do it. (laughs) 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 But yeah, so... Thank you very much, Howie. I hope everybody that you learned a thing or two about some audition tapes. Hopefully we didn't repeat too much that you might have already heard. But if you did, you did. It is what it is. So enjoy. Everybody have a good night.